You are about to experience the result of hard work and dedication from the City of Champions, Cleveland's own, 90th's finest. Self-made, hard-working entrepreneurs, unequivocally raw, no holds barred. This is Epiphany Media. Yo, go download the free Anchor app or just go to Anchor FM to get started. It's the easiest way to start your own podcast and it has all the tools to record and edit from the phone or the computer. You get free distribution for all of your podcasts, easy way to make money as you record, everything that you need to start your podcast journey. And I mean, it has everything. So look, go to your phone, go to the app store and download anchor.fm. You are about to experience the result of hard work and dedication from the City of Champions, Cleveland's own, 90th's finest. Self-made, hard-working entrepreneurs, unequivocally raw, no holds barred. This is Epiphany Media. Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, my God, this thing works. I don't know if Byron is frozen. Or what? Hello, top fans. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Epiphany Media Podcast. Byron dropped out because, damn, that's loud. Technical issues. Hold on. Let me turn this out before you start talking. Hey, you sound like a... uh... Your voice is slow motion. My voice is? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll be back. Yeah, your voice is slow motion. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. It's a great Sunday. A bronze victory, of course. So it's good to be 3 and 1 for a change, man. Feels good. Been a fan for 33 years now, and it's one of the best seasons, which is not good, but still a loyal fan. The thick and thin. Yeah, this is dope. That's dope. Uh, oh, oh, man. Regina said I sound good. It's still underwater. No, nah, man. Regina said I sound good. That's you. You need some new uh, earbuds. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like one of the, like a, <laughs> you sound like a one, you know, a villain at the end of a, uh, in a in a scary movie or something. 
Uh, totally unscripted, but it's perfect since it's, it's October. Mm. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so welcome, top fans. I don't know if uh, Byron said hello, but hello. Regina, Angel. Like, no one knows. No one knows. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just you, like, <laughs> you wildin'. You wildin'. No one knows. <laughs> you wildin'. Uh, so look, hey, so let's start the show off by saying she said sound good to hurt, but I, I can't hear you though. That's crazy. You can't hear me at all. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Let me uh, yeah, I already want to hold on. Yeah, you gotta be, <laughs> gotta be on your side. You might have gone all the way out, man. <laughs> it's terrible. Hold on, y'all. We're getting it. Say, say something now. I'm, it's you. Man, <laughs> horrible uh, internet over there. I don't know. It was, hey, it was just working fine. <laughs> Regina, I found somebody that got uh, worse no, no. internet than you. Hey, can y'all on the can y'all translate what he's saying to me? <laughs> Lay it back because I have no idea. We might just restart this because. <laughs> You close your browser. Hold on, I'm gonna go back out, come back in one more time. Pause, definitely pause. Yeah, he's messing everything up anyway. Uh, I want to start the show by reminding everybody as you see, we have the uh, this way the pink Epiphany Media logo as a reminder that uh, for the month of October. We are going to make uh, a donation to a um, uh, uh, a breast cancer awareness foundation, a breast cancer foundation, uh, for every like and share that we get. So it's a good time to uh, uh, invite your friends and, and family to 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 the show. Uh, invite them to share. Invite them to like the videos. So hopefully, they listen to them too. Uh, but at least uh, like it. Uh, share as much as you can. Uh, we're going to tally them all up at the end of the month and uh, make a donation. Uh, we haven't decided. Actually, we, we made games as far as uh, are we going to donate to... I don't know, my mic is weird. Are we going to donate to um, uh, a, a foundation, a breast cancer foundation locally, or if we are going to um, uh, donate to like a national breast cancer awareness uh, foundation. Um, so we're, we're still working and as soon as we come up with a partner for that, then we will share it with you guys. Or if not at the end, we'll just make the donation and we'll just let you guys know who we donated to. Uh, partnerships are always better business wise. Um, but 
you know, we'll, we'll, we'll still make it happen. So, uh, it's a great time to share. It's a great time to like and invite other people to share and like our content. We really appreciate it. Yeah, you most definitely going to be paying attention to that. You know, the more you like, the more we donate. Um, the more you share, the more other people can like and share. And, and it goes on and on. So, please, please help out with a good cause. And uh, it costs you nothing. Literally. Literally. <laughs> it costs you nothing, right. Exactly. So, uh, so we'll be we'll we'll always be putting up reminders and and posts just to uh, you know encourage screening and encourage uh, uh, women and men for that matter to go get checked out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for not just breast cancer, but just cancer in general, because it's an all around shitty thing. It, it just is. So uh, you know, definitely any type of checkups you can get, definitely go do it for sure. For sure. Um, great Browns win. I know I said it earlier. I don't know what was going on earlier, but hey, great Browns win three and one. Got to support the home team. That's all I got to say about that. It's a, it's, a dope, it's a dope hat. Um, it's a dope hat. So yeah, so we talked about hey, thrift store. Uh, it was a thrift store fine. Uh, Five dollars. Or, uh, you know, uh, you know, green burn, you know, starter. Yeah, yeah, classic, yeah. classic logo. Yeah. So, uh, so today we wanted to talk about anxiety, as some of you guys seen. Um, why, why anxiety? Do you, you have a, do you have a, a thing with anxiety? <laughs> are you, are you, uh, Anxious, paranoid, possibly. <laughs> never paranoid. Well, no, nah, never what? paranoid though. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> never paranoid. But yeah, anxiety, yeah, for sure, for sure. And <laughs> it's uh, like with me, it only comes up in certain situations. And uh, you know, when I was when I was younger, I just thought it was. You know, it was what it was. I didn't even really know what what it was until I got older. I started to figure out things about myself. Then I figured out, oh, shit. <laughs> That's what anxiety is. I never knew, you know. And for me, you know, it's more it's more so uh, social anxiety. You know, with people I don't know, I just... I can't, you know, I don't know. I just can't. I just, I'm just quiet. It's just, that's why people think I'm quiet. And I'm really not quiet, you know. But I never knew this until I got older. Like, I I don't know. You all right? Oh, man. You even broke, broke the mic. Hey, take... Uh... <laughs> Two feet back from the mic. It look it look better on camera for you, man. The bike is still working. I'm just trying to work on the uh, the stuff to keep it stable because I feel like it keep hitting. Uh, whatever. Anyway. Yeah, I, I didn't hear anything. I know I, I had it on mute or whatever. So anyway, um, I don't think uh. Anxiety has never been 
anything that bothered me, unless it's something that's like, you know, like you don't know until you know. But I, I don't remember ever feeling like anxious. I, I've always felt uneasy, but that's just, you know, part of the black experience <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you know, whether it's, um, you know, living arrangements or environments, um, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the anything can happen, uh, you know, from sound from, from literally second to second, um, you know, routine traffic styles, like, you know, routine things where like, uh, that's just part of the experience for me. So I don't really consider it to be anxiety, even though it, it might be, I mean, uh, every time we talk about something like this, it reminds me of like the trauma show and how we both did the, like the test or whatever. And, uh, you know, you're thinking that you're okay or, you know, <laughs> that you ain't really experienced, went through this type stuff. And then you actually put it on paper and you're like, oh, okay, well, well may, yeah, maybe so I did. It, yeah. yeah, exactly. And so you're out of it. Uh, let me see. So Angel, Angel started off with saying, uh, does watching football give you anxiety? Uh, and then, like, not really. It was just more like exciting way. Like, yeah. come on, man. Like, okay, the defense is playing great. I understand it. But damn, like, you could have easily threw for three yards and got the first down. You wouldn't be in this predicament that we're in. Damn. Like, you know, it's just stuff like that. Um, it's more so stress than anxiety, for sure. Yeah, it's, I agree. Because I'm not like, oh, my God, if uh, – if they don't, if they don't win or if they lose, the world is going to end. Like it's not like, not even to that level, because you know different levels of, of anxiety and stuff. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to call it. But I don't think it's anxiety. It might be, but I don't think it is. I wouldn't classify as that personally, but it might be. Um, what? Yeah, I, I I can see where that plays a role. Like worrying about if the Browns are going to score a touchdown, worrying about if Baker Mayfield going to throw an interception, worrying about if uh, Denzel Ward going to uh, trip and fall and uh, you know give up a touchdown in the last ten seconds of the game or something like that. So yeah, that you know that's that's a possibility. But for me personally, I don't feel like that. It only goes, it only happens and social interactions where I don't feel comfortable. But that was like more, that was more, I'm, I'm a lot better at it than I was <laughs> before, you know. I think, um, yeah, that might be worry. Like I'm just, is that, is that the same thing? What do you guys think in, in the audience? Do you guys think that anxiety is the same thing as like worry? I forgot to share this. So give me a second to share, but um, yeah, like, what do you guys think? Do you guys think that anxiety is the same thing as worry? Because I, I worry sometimes about the Browns. Like, man, these niggas about to blow it. Uh -huh. I worry that, uh, like you said, Baker Mayfield about to throw an interception. I worry that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, when it comes to sport, I worry about that stuff. But, like, I'm not, like, anxious. Like, oh, man, uh, they, they got to do it here or it's, it's, it's dire, you know, dire straits. I'm just more like, you think they're gonna do it? <laughs> but it's doubtful, I guess. But that could that comes from sports trauma, though, you know. So it might be a little bit different. Uh Regina, Regina said, yes, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, sports sports is one. 
you are, and it's so crazy, like, because we have no, literally no outcome on the game. Like, but we tie ourselves to, we tie our entire Sundays to football for, you know, people, a group of people who don't even know we exist. Yeah, which <laughs> is weird. Which is weird. It's so they, weird. I'm man. very sure that they think it's weird that you cheer for them and you treat them as if they're family and you don't know these people at all. It just looked like, uh, Thanks, man. Oh, you're you're a hero to me. Like, am I? Why? Why am I? I play football. Like, <laughs> why am I a hero to you? Uh, Regina said, uh, anxiety, stress. Who me? Never. <laughs> she said, uh, I've had a bad habit of doing it all the time. Daily, I overthink everything. Uh, what do you think? Yes. You think you think overthinking is the same thing as anxiety? Yes, yes, yes. It is because. You're, uh, for example, you're having a party at at your house or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're worried about how's the food going to taste. You're worried about somebody not liking um, how you have your hurt uh, your couch in your living room. They set up. You're worried about you know you know it could be a, a smell in the house you can't get rid of. You think everybody can smell it because you can smell it, even though nobody can really smell the smell but you because you live here. <laughs> You know, right. so you're just worried and anxious, and it's, you just all have all these things that are combining together, and you have an anxiety attack because of that, you know. And it's really, you know, and it's really not your fault, it's just, I guess, you know, how your brain is wired, you know. Hmm. But I don't, but in my particular, you know, situation, that doesn't happen with me. It's like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like who is this person damn uh if i don't you know if i truly be myself they might not like what the fuck i'm gonna say because i know Good the point. things that i be saying is sometimes wild or they might be offended by it and, you know so maybe i should be quiet you know just worrying about stuff like that instead of being around people that i know and i could just freely say you know <laughs> like did you uh <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the video of uh, that little person, uh, you know, on the stripper pole or something like that? You know, things that we may have talked about in the past. So, you know, I know it's not a new judgment. We're just talking, you know, but somebody might take offense to that. And, you know, that's what I be worrying about, you know. So you think, you think somebody <laughs> on <laughs> So you think somebody's gonna run up on you like, hey, um I heard what you said about so and so, so and so. Like do you be so do you do you have anxiety about being like <laughs> about what we do here, like out in public? Like somebody will call you out on it or, no, or something? No, because this this platform, like I'm <laughs> I'm I'm comfortable, I'm uh, I'm truly being myself. Um but I'm just talking about in regular everyday life, you know. Okay. Okay. I'm to... <laughs> <So funny. laughs> like, um, but, but then that, but then that's when I get the, uh, but then that's what people say, you know, you know, I look mean or I'm quiet, or, you know, you're quiet, you don't talk or whatever. But then once I get comfortable, I start talking, they're confused because they, yeah. they thought that I was quiet, you know. Right. But. Right. Then, yeah. Like, man, 
so and so so quiet. Like now he just don't like you. Like he just don't like this this area. Like he just don't like this uh uh space that he in. So he's just not talking. Like that's how people like uh you know CJ, that's how CJ is like if CJ ain't comfortable or whatever, that nigga don't say nothing. Right. Look, I remember when, you, when I first met CJ, we was uh working at the hospital and people was like, um, like niggas ain't even know he talk. Like they like, man, we think this nigga mute or something. Like this nigga don't say anything. And I remember like <laughs> I remember one of the old dudes was just, like riding him one day about uh he's like, man, he's the type of dude that uh you be standing next to him, he'll send you a text message. <laughs> He'll see your text message to ask you a question. He's standing next to her, like, so he finally, like, you know, I said, kind of opened up or whatever. But, um, yeah, that do be, uh, I think that's a real thing, man. When you're not comfortable, you completely, uh, I don't want to say withdraw, like, you could be there 100%, but you just, like, I'm just not comfortable in this situation to <laughs> express myself how I you would if I was comfortable. And I don't think nothing. Is wrong or or anything about that? I think that's great. Right, you, be can, you know, you could be like you said. You could be in the conversation. You can have you know points that you want to say, but in the back mm-hmm. of your mind, you are thinking like, "Damn, <laughs> if I say this, how how would they react?" How would exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think. So well, let me go back to the comments. So Andrew said, uh, in my early 20s, I had bad anxiety. Um, I've learned to, to manage. Uh, I get anxiety uh, in crowds of people. Um, so, Angel, like, what stuff in your early 20s made you anxious? Like, what type of stuff gave you anxiety? Was it just, like, becoming an adult, like, getting out on your own? But I can see that stuff can be, like, a stressor or people can be, you know, like, man, am I ready for this leap? And sometimes... You know, we talked about here before, like sometimes you don't have a choice. Like you just whether ready or not, you just gotta now you're an adult now. Like overnight, you know what I'm saying? So what type of things made you anxious in your early twenties? Talking to me? Well, no, or... you say you wasn't anxious in your early twenties. <laughs> no, well you know, you you said when you was younger though, so Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Like was it just becoming like an adult? Like was that what it was? No, nah, it was not because <laughs> it did. <sighs> I took a minute, took a minute, but I, you know, it, it was things I had to like work on, you know, <sighs> on how to, I don't know, I don't know, just how to feel comfortable or whatever, you know, you know, and I, uh, I've gotten better at it, but, um, I would say, you know, I've come tenfold compared to, you know, how I used to be. So I'm trying to think, like I said, I never really had a a bout with anxiety. And I think I just, um, I think I've been comfortable enough with myself, like throughout throughout my my life, my different stages that I kind of like adapted the, the who cares, like attitude towards so much stuff. Now, I'm not saying there's always that's or that it has. Oh, I never said it was, and I'm not saying that it hasn't have not hindered me in certain situations, but and it's probably like a self defense mechanism. I'm, I'm sure you know that has something to do with it, but I definitely like. Well, if someone said I don't like it, like who cares? Like you don't never, you don't never, got, you don't like my couch. Who cares? Like you don't never got to come back. Like I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? Like 
so-and-so thinks this or whatever, like, who cares? I'll never have to be around that person again. Like, who cares? You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm not, definitely not saying it's healthy. I'm not saying that it hasn't like bit me in the butt because of it, but um, I think that's a coping mechanism and a reason why I haven't had to deal with anxiety myself, I don't believe. I mean, self self confidence always helps, um, but at the same, but but you never dealt with anxiety. So for you to say, uh, who cares about that? You know. Oh, it's probably people that do care. You know, man. yeah, but but I'm yeah. saying this is a like, like for example, you know, uh, like I was saying earlier, you know, people care about you know you coming over your house, they don't like your couch or whatever. To a person who has that type of anxiety, like they don't have that mindset to say, "I don't, I don't care about people who don't like my couch," because in their mind, they care about what people think about. They they can't separate it. You know, I have that same mentality like you have. Like I don't, you know, I'm I'm, I'm very confident in who I am, and I don't, you know, I'm going to be me as regard. And I'm going to be me regardless and not try to shelter who I am. But um, you should care about some things, you know. I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Uh, well, excuse me. Andrew said, uh, I don't know why I started having anxiety panic attacks. I left work in the ambulance a couple of times. Just thought I was dying. I don't know why. I wonder, like, I wonder, I'm going to have a Stress specialist. Should I have no love? Have so you're you. not alone, Andrew. Like yeah. He left a whole basketball game. Something he did his whole entire life. Man, they uh, they gave him hell too. Players like Man, that is soft. <laughs> yeah. You you ever had anything like that where like any where anxiety or stress or anything stopped you from doing anything? Like we just like, I'm just not doing this because of, you know, anxiety or stress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Hey, look, I used to hate uh, going to, like, summer camp and having to swim at the, uh, at the pool and shit because I couldn't swim at all. And I just didn't, I don't know. I just didn't want to go. I can see you swimming like Jay Z, <laughs> like Jay Z in those pictures. Hey, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and to this day, I'm still not comfortable being in in, in the water at all. Well, I, well, I would say if it's a pool, I'm cool. I can I can get around. I can manage. Uh, ocean? Yeah, no. Swimming in a, <laughs> a trying to swim in the ocean is entirely different than the pool. You know, the pool, the water is still is not moving in the ocean. You got. Like you try to swim two feet, it's, it's you in the same spot. I couldn't move. Yeah, I, I'm more concerned about the creatures, but yeah, oh, I, I, I agree with that you. too. Yeah, I'm not dealing with the ocean because of the creatures. It's nice that to take too. pictures though, though. Uh, Andrew said, I went to therapy, never figured out why, but I learned to manage, uh, maybe stress level. Um, she said, I, I would think I was literally dying. Um, Angel said uh, up above that she gets nervous in, in like crowds or whatever. Um, I don't know if I had an issue. Regina said Sally in crowds 
I worried about what people thought of me. I wondered about my size, what I was wearing. I agree with Angel with crowds. I've never felt comfortable with myself. See, See like, I'm like, I'll I don't care though. No, I just like, all right, I'm gonna go over here and make a speech, and then I'll never have to see these people again. What, that might even be true. That's how I be thinking. Mm-hmm. But then, because it helps me get through. Because I don't know. I, I'm like, a, <laughs> I, 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 it might be anxiety. I don't call it anxiety, but I'm like uh, Mike Tyson. A Mike Tyson speech about how you feel backstage, and then how you, when he, by the time we get to the rings, I'm like, how you invincible. Yeah, but I think that's more so nervousness. You're like you're nervous. Yeah, you got, I, right. Just like so know. many people, and then by the time I get up there and start talking, then I'm like, you know, I can do this all day. I can, talk, especially if it's something that I'm passionate about. You know what I'm saying? Which, if you're talking to a crowd, I assume it's something you'll be passionate or you know, know, have enough knowledge about. You're not just gonna get up there and talk about uh, something you never see, you know, a product or whatever you've never seen before. So, um. I agree. I think that is more nervousness. Nervousness, because uh, I'm not scared to go up there. It's up there. I'm just up there, like or on the way. I'm like, man, um, you know, this this could go wrong. <laughs> kind of like the Brown, like, man, this mm-hmm. could all go wrong. And it's by the time I'm up there, though, when I'm like, you know, I'm so and so, so and so, and I'm talking about whatever. By that time, I'm, like, I'm in a groove. Like, once I do it, I don't got to ever do it again. And that might not even be true. See what me. Um, in regards to being in a crowd, I'm fine. Like, it doesn't bother me at all. Um, public speaking, it doesn't bother me because I ha- actually have something to say. You know, that's already, <laughs> you know, written down. And it's easy to, you know, perform or whatever. But I don't know. Them group conversations. <laughs> so what about in school? You ever, like, you know, you got to split up into groups and, and um, either do a presentation or present to a small group have you ever had trouble doing that <laughs> i remember uh <laughs> senior year it was like a, it was a i don't know it was like some type of uh drama was it drama class or something drama some you know so you you know making videos and uh you know performing little parts of a play or something so i remember i had to get up and do the you know play and the girl, I never talked to her, you know, all four years of college ever, you know. All we had it was a conversation was, this is how we going to do it. But you had to remember your lines, you know, for the next day in class. So I remember my lines, got up there, did what I had to do. <laughs> like, chemistry-wise, it was great, right? But when it comes to just having a simple conversation with these people I don't know, it's like, uh, I'm more reserved, quiet, I, you know, I don't. But stuff like that, I, you know, I actually stuff like that I've been doing, you know, since I was a little kid <laughs> at church doing. Oh yeah, that's true. Being Jesus on the being Jesus kept carrying the cross <laughs> down the aisle at church. <laughs> See, I, I I forgot about that part. That that is like an early thing for people that grew up in the church of. Uh, you know, you you kid, you don't study, study. Most kids don't. I say not every kid. Most kids don't study, study. But you, you also gotta, you know, read a passage or, you know, you go to, um, uh, you know, like uh, Bible class in the beginning, uh, like before. <laughs> you gotta be there two hours early to go to class before church actually starting all this stuff. So that's you know, and that's kind of awkward for everybody. 
I'm a well in my group at least, my class or whatever, it was kind of because nobody really, really studied. Even like the pastor's kids wasn't like fluent in Bible. So uh I forgot that is like a, a early thing, uh like an early callback. That's that's pretty good. Um just said sometimes it could be crippling. Um I'm assuming you mean talking in crowds. I, I never uh Or just anxiety period. I think so that's what she mean. Like she can't like you don't even want to like you can't even function normally. Yeah, that's possible. Uh but she like you, she said she hates small talk at work dinners. I know you were just talking about that, talking about uh like normal conversation with people. If it's something like so she would go, you say you're fine, but like small talk or whatever. Look, um yeah, I, I agree with that. Look, I, I most definitely agree with Andrew as far as the work aspect, because work is like it's it's iffy because <laughs> you don't want to lose your job for saying something wild and i'm a person who be saying some wild shit like like i just told somebody you know at work the other day a co-worker that they look like um like oprah from the color purple you know no just because the hairstyle they came in now you know man you know we gotta work rapport a little bit or whatever but you know you know, but uh, you know, we got a work report, and she be talking crazy anyway. So I was like, "Well, it's my opportunity." Fuck it. Uh. Shit. <laughs> like over from the color purple, man. Mad. I'm just saying, she had, you know, <laughs> she had like a fresh, like a fresh wig on, and then she had the braids going down. Let's pick a rule. Ain't you like a manager or something? Ain't can't be doing that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's why I agree with Angel. Uh, so know. funny. But like, like, but sometimes some people are just be cool. You know what I'm saying? But it'd be like, damn, it'd be hard to tell. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's why I like forgot who said this, but it was like, yeah, you know, I got to see you doing something illegal first before we can be <laughs> before we can be cool at the job. <laughs> I can't trust you. Uh, so good. I like. I don't have a problem with small talk. I think I just um, when my my thing about work is when I get to a certain point at the job, like where I'm mentally checked out of the job, then I don't want to be bothered with every nobody, especially new people. Like people, like new people at my job now. So when I, they be coming in my way out, they be trying to like, they be like, oh man, hard man, have a good day. I'm not. I'm not about to touch your fist. Like you know, what I'm saying I'm not about to. No, like I don't know you. I don't work with you. Like I don't even know your name. I'm not about to. I'm not about to give you pound. Nigga. Like I don't know who you are. <laughs> I don't even try to be rude, but it's just how I feel about the job. So you just like collateral. You know, what I'm saying collateral damage. Hey, so what you do? You just be looking at niggas with a. With a, with a crazy look on your face with a mask on, but basically just look, all eyes. And look, the I'm, still, I'm still like the only person at the job that wear a mask every day. Yeah, exactly. You think it's a nod? <laughs> Walk to the clock. I'm so serious, man. Like, I, and, and look, it ain't even that person. I don't know nothing about that person. They could be cool. I don't know. But how I feel about the job, I'm not about to give you pound. And it ain't your fault, but you part of the job, so it is your fault. Like, 
It might hinder me, but I can't uh I can't change it. Look, I don't anyway. think it'll hinder you because you know <laughs> like your mind said you already did checked out anyway. Oh yeah, like yeah. If anything happened then you know hey uh, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> who cares? You know, look, I, I, like I remember, I got fired from a job, and I just laughed at it. You know, it was just funny to me. And then, and the, uh, you know, the person who had to fire me, you know, he he wasn't involved to fire me, but he, so the, the head guy told him to fire me or whatever. And he came out. I'm just talking like it's normal. Like, like I don't even, I don't even care. Like that's how mentally gone I am from. I'm so far gone from this job. Like, I don't even care. It's like. Uh, it is what it is. Like, I'm just is. here. I'm just. I'm just waiting. I'm. I'm just here until I, I get fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, I don't have a problem with small talk, but I, I don't. Uh, but you know, because if I'm mentally checked into the job, oh, I'm cool. I'm super cool. Let me extra help. Let me do whatever. But sometimes when that job gets to a certain point, collateral damage. Yeah, but me, I, you know. <clears throat> You know, when somebody at you know at the job to start talking to me out of the blue, I be I just think they, you know, searching for something, you know, trying to fill me out, and that's when I get expressionless. Like I don't, like, I don't say anything about my personality. Like what, like what are you up to? Like what are you trying to figure out? Because you would not be able to figure out. I mean, if you did find no, you know, find out the real me, like you would be shocked. Like I don't know if you'd be able to handle. It. Like I don't know if. if if you had that, you know, strong, you know, cause some, you know, some people be, you know, cool live. It's just we just joking around, but some people can't, you know, they might be hurt. This, this, <laughs> ain't, this ain't no, I'll be done with a job. I'm never gonna move on. But when I like start telling people about this show, yeah, I'm like, yeah, go ahead, yeah, this is it. I even, I want you to watch it. I want you to hear me talk about this job. Like here, this is my car. Watch the show. Please watch it. Like, you know, listen to the wild stuff I'll be saying and. How I really feel about this place and you as a manager, etc. Uh, <laughs> Angel said, uh, "This is to you, Byron." She said, uh, "Was getting married in front of a crowd something that sure. caused anxiety?" Sure. <laughs> All day. I we, can mean, be, we can start at the beginning. <laughs> first, first you got to, I had to walk out. Oh it wasn't. Even, it wasn't even a lot of people. I had to walk out. You know, say vibes. I'm choking up. All this other shit. But that wasn't even the kicker, you know. Y'all want to see some of his wedding pictures? Just let me know. We that wasn't even the kicker. I had to uh, walk in. You know how they introduce you at the reception and shit, nigga. That was the worst. Like I'm like I'm not like I'm not coming in here dancing. None of that shit. I'm just trying to go and sit down. I'm just trying to go sit down. Like I'm, that's all I'm trying to do. Then. Like we have a way that ain't even like you could just sit down, chill, enjoy. What you got to go around and thank every motherfucker who came to your wedding. And it's like I'm. This is stressful because I only know about fifty percent of motherfuckers here. (laughs) I got something I don't really know. Oh yeah, thanks for coming out. Yeah, I appreciate it. And then when you get around to the table, the people that you do know, they're kind of white. Oh, you got to go on. You got to say thank you to these. Hold on. Did y'all, <laughs> y'all got one of them, uh, them uh, ring this bell and you got to kiss things? Well, that shit sounds. Uh, man, ring this bell I'm, and a couple. I, I'm pretty. Kiss. I'm pretty sure they did, but I was drinking a lot that night. Like I vaguely, I rem- <laughs> I remember when you had left, and I was struggling 
to walk wherever I was walking to. I don't really remember. I know you was on your way out. I was struggling. Good night. Definitely a solid night. Um, that's funny. So we're, I, I don't even I don't even know the, the 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 story of like the proposal or whatever. Like, was that in front oh, yeah. of people? Like you know, people, uh, you know how people you know people want to you know have a little have a party in front of the whole family and then no, nah, that was not me. <laughs> like that was not me. First of all, no. si- first of all, the sister-in-law would have spilled the beans immediately. Like she, she can't even hold a secret. Terrible. And uh, yeah, I just yeah. Too, that, that's too that's too much pressure. Like yeah, yeah I wouldn't have been able to do it. But not but now I would have been doing it no problem. But back then, hell no, I couldn't do it. <laughs> uh, let me see. Regina said, ironically, when there's a solution for someone to, else to help, I'm able to put my anxiety aside. I'm able to speak up and want <clears throat> the situation righted that was wrong. She said, actually, that made me think of E when he said a white woman asked for the manager. <laughs> Heck, yes, I do. Uh, I don't think it's a bad thing. You think asking for, ask for the manager is not a bad thing. It's not a bad trait or whatever. It's just it's funny because, like, I don't know. It's like a uh, <laughs> just a stereotype, I guess. You know what I'm saying? So it's funny, but I think you. Uh, I, I think that's the right sign to put your anxiety aside when you like defending somebody. Like, if that's if that's what it takes for you to put it aside, like, hopefully you always. Hopefully you're in a good situation where you um, are able to do so, like in a good mental state where you're able to step up for somebody else. That's a great way. I mean, no one wants to live like that. Like you constantly just got to, you know, be on the offensive, like keeping somebody that you love from being disrespected or something or asking for the manager or or whatever the case is. But, uh, you know, like when it comes time to speak up for somebody, but at the same time, uh, that's what it takes to get you out yourself. Sometimes it's worth it. Like, yeah, sometimes you have to force yourself to, you know, be outside of your comfort zone, you know, and it's, and I honestly think it's necessary, especially coming from my situation. So, you know, you feel more comfortable and the more you do that, the more you can get out of that. It's just, you know, one day you just got to just do the shit. It's not easy, though, because you're going to feel totally uncomfortable. Saying, hey man, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Uncomfortable as fuck. Just saying them a few words. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I agree with that for sure. Uh Angel said anxiety period, crippling. Uh, I'd rather speak in public to a large crowd than small talk with a small group or one on one with somebody. I don't know well. Uh, I'm learning to do better though. Put it on the screen. 75th anniversary, the year of the champs. But anyways, uh, exactly. Like, I don't know what I don't know what it is. It's weird, right? You just gotta sit there and talk to somebody you don't know. It's very uncomfortable. I don't know. It's just awkward. You just then, then you just become awkward. Like <laughs> you, and you know what? You just reminded me of something. I got to say this before you say that. I remember being outside of um, 
the hookah bar. It was one night after a show. I remember that. For some reason, I couldn't get in. I think it was like the way that I was dressed or something. I had on shorts or something, so they wouldn't let me in. Ridiculous. So you were in there, and of course you've been—you know—you was drinking. It was probably drinking all that, you know, all that show back then. But uh, you come out, you was like, man, yeah, I don't know, man. Alcohol got me more social. <laughs> I'm, talk- <laughs> I'm talking to people. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Cause I, I'm way more anti-social than people think. I'm way more anti-social than I am on a show. You know what I'm saying? Or um, you know, when I'm around people or whatever that I know or that I feel comfortable with, I'm way more. Man, just because I don't want to say I don't like people, but like I don't trust nobody. Like, I don't trust people. So like you were saying earlier about people at the job asking questions or trying to make small talk. I feel like you up to something. You know what I'm saying? Or <laughs> this is a game I like to play with. Like we're talking to like a new white person like, that I never talked to before. So, like how long before something racial come up? Not even like a racist comment or whatever. Just something racial, like anything racial. Um, I'm talking to this older lady I work with, and uh, she's like, "Yeah, I went to uh, whatever store, whatever grocery store, and oh man, I love going there. It used to be this manager there, the, the prettiest, what you say, the prettiest uh, African American woman in there. Like, uh, okay, like, why, <laughs> like that why? don't even sound right. <laughs> why can't you say a pretty? It's pretty brown skin because that's what I say." Or or this pretty woman in there, a pretty girl, anything. Like, but it's all like it's just a matter of time. I, I'm so disturbed. Hey, what? Maybe he was just trying to be, you know, politically correct. Why do what, what does that have? Like, we wasn't talking about anything racial though. What does her race got to do with her being good at her job? Like nothing. Like I was, I told the story before about my old boss. We had went to uh, like we was going to uh, have like a holiday party or something at a bar that was right around the corner. From the job, so we went there. We just talking about like work stuff. We're still in work mode. We just got here, it's like you know, maybe 5 30, 6 o'clock. Work is over at five, and just randomly, like, man, I've never had sex with a black girl before. It's like, okay, nigga, like, and what now? What do you want me to do? What, you is your you <laughs> what do you want me to say? Like, <laughs> no, is it what man, does it feel like? Is it, is it different? Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. Like, what do you want me to say to you? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a matter. Like, so I just play the game of how long, like, how many, how many words, <laughs> how many, how many conversations can we get out before it, you? I hear anything racial. So that that kind of that helps me uh, with like small talk and stuff. I just play these mental games. I'm like, uh, uh, let's see, let's see where it goes. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of helps me in my small talk, I suppose. Um, but I, I've never been crippled. Even like, even when like talking to women, like which is I, I would assume is something that the guys go through a lot. Um, I don't like if I'm if I'm not feeling confident, I just won't do it. Like I don't like I'm not even feeling anxious about it. Like, either I feel like I can today or I feel like I can't today, and I I just keep it moving. Right, that that just be it for, for me. You know what I'm saying? Some people be feeling that pressure, like uh, I'm a one cuz this nigga man. Uh, we used to go out, and if he couldn't like pull some chick, this nigga be having he black like, man. I don't understand. Like, <laughs> I 
so funny, man, because he, he really be like, man, I don't understand, man. She in here with this. She talking to this dude. This nigga, blah, 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 blah. Like, I just don't get, I don't understand. Like, nigga, I'm over here. Like, I was like, nigga, I don't know what to tell you either. Like, that's funny, though. Not every girl going to like you. Like, it's... He, he he understands the numbers game, but he's like, I can't get one tonight. Not one. Come on, man. Like, what is happening? I don't understand. He just kept saying, I don't understand. <laughs> Angel told me, don't always assume the worst. It's not. I, I didn't say that. It's hard I'm, not to, though. I'm not saying that everybody's a racist or that the person that say I'm just. It happens. Like, I can give you plenty of examples. I can give you more and more examples. For example. Wait, you can't say don't assume the worst, and we're talking from experiences. That's like if I was like, if you was like, if you told a black person, like, oh, man, when the police pull you over, don't be anxious, don't be worried. Don't assume the worst from the police officer. Like, why wouldn't I? We have so many examples of police doing wild shit to black people. So why wouldn't I assume the worst? Like, we have a track record. So I'm just talking about the track record that I've had. It's not saying that the lady's racist. She's super cool. Like you know, we had conversations or whatever. But and I'm just assuming something that happens, and it happens every time. But it just happens. It happens. I don't know what to tell you. It happens. Yeah, it does happen, and that's why, especially in the work setting, like you, you know, what is this person' agenda? You know, you go because you can go to the guy. You, let's say for man, I've been at, I've been working with people, and this is MySpace era. So I'm gonna let you know how long this far, you know, how long ago this was. You know, dude always seemed kind of off to me, and uh, I think I was like MySpace MySpace friends with another manager or something who was you know friend. So I'm creeping on. This other guy page who always gave me these bad vibes and uh, some you know back then you could look at somebody's wall and see you know their friends comment and somebody said something like yeah this is you when you got to go work with the niggers you know around you know go to the niggers neighborhood or some shit like he do says so I'm like oh so this type of people that you hang with you know. Uh, and, and Angel, you you deleted people off your friends list or whatever that were like Trump supporters. Now you just assume the worst about them. Like, yeah, y'all must support Trump, so y'all must be racist or y'all must be whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it's not about being, you know, assuming the worst. It's like, all right, they they sh- this group of people have showed me that this is a track record, and I'm just going with that. Yeah, you excuse me. <laughs> Usually, as far as presidents go, it's usually, oh, you know, they support that person, whatever, whatever. But Trump was a little bit different, you know, to me because of mostly because of, the, uh, you know, his, his father, he stirred up, the, you know, that racist part of his followers. And the way that he would talk at his rallies was encouraging him to be racist as hell. So if you supported that, you know, I, was like, I don't know about you. You know, I had a I had an old friend. He was like, "Well, you know, besides that, you know, I but I do like how he's trying to go and try to run the country like a business." Besides the racist part, like nigga, <laughs> what? <laughs> so you cool with somebody running the country who doesn't like doesn't like somebody who looks like me? That's, that says a lot about you. So I agree with that. Religion or somebody got a a different religion or whatever. Like this is just a track record. Like these people support 
a person that don't that just like bad traits. Like, so I'm not assuming you're a worse person, but you are a worse person. I just start track record. Yeah, but but getting you know getting back to how you know you know that's just being being you know being having anxiety about new people, especially at a job. That shit is real. <laughs> shit is real. Uh, let me see. Regina said, I hate doing any public speaking, uh, but I have no problem being behind my chair or mirror and complaining <laughs> how to do whatever I'm asked. The chair makes me feel protected. Hey, yeah, sometimes hey, sometimes you need that. I can I can I can agree with that. Like <clears throat> I'm sure not for me particularly, but the internet make a lot of people feel protected. You know, so they can say whatever they want to. Um, uh, uh, you know, being in a car, a car window, any type of like a barrier, like something, um, you know, gives you, um, you know, that just a feeling like, all right, it's, even if it's a thin layer, it's a layer of protection between me and this person. And I, I feel a little bit more confident in what I got to say or what I got to defend or whatever the case is. I, I think that goes for a lot of different things, um, Regina. And I, I don't think that that's um, – so, I mean, some people need good luck charms to speak in public or something to keep their anxiety down. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think you're alone in that at all. Uh, let me see. Hey, let's do it. Let's do a quiz. You want to do a quiz? Want to do an anxiety quiz? Go ahead. Sure you had no. No, I would just, yeah. Andrew said, "My bad." And Regina said, "My opinion: hiding online and running your mouth is chicken shit. Chicken shit. Horse shit is what they say on football or baseball <laughs> all the time. Horse shit. That's horse shit. Anyway, I agree with you, Regina. Um, that's why I don't know how Byron. I'm assuming he feel the same way, but." That's why if anybody had anything uh, issue, we just had some recently when we had our uh, black women mad at, at white women episode. Uh, I'm gonna stand on everything that I say, and you know if you disagree, that's fine, and we can have a discussion about it, or we cannot have a discussion about it. Like, but I'm not, you know, saying so. If you have any, you know, opinions or disagreements with what I say on here? Feel free to hit me up. We can always have a discussion. Um, hey, like so grab that. a so grab a, a, a pen if y'all got it or paper or you don't really need it. It's only like seven questions, but I find this like little self-test for anxiety. Uh it's not as in-depth as the uh trauma quiz. You guys remember that? That was that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, I scored too high. That's the test I did not want to score high on. <laughs> <laughs> I tell people a lot. Uh, let me see. So I'm gonna put it on the screen, and then you guys can answer. I'll read them off, of course. You guys can answer as you want to. Uh, like I said, it's just seven seven questions. Add them up, and you get your answer at the end. Let me see if I can pull this up. If it's too small, let me know. It's kind of small. It's still yeah, kind of small. To zoom in for sure. I don't know if I can zoom in. Let's see. Oh, there it is. How's that? 
This questionnaire called the GAD7 screening tool can help you find out if you have an anxiety disorder that needs treatment. It calculates how many common symptoms you have and based on your answers, suggests where you might be on a scale from mild to severe anxiety. Okay. Uh, it's, a gen it's just a general, but a lot of people use this. This is actually from the uh, University of Michigan. Uh, there is a British test that's literally essentially the same. Uh, I think it's the same questions. The only difference is I think they only have three levels of mild, um, what is it, mild something and severe. Um, where this one, I think it has four levels or something. I see y'all saying it's too small in the comments. Is that better? Can y'all see that better? If you want me to zoom in more, just let me know. Uh, Angel must be answering the questions already because she, <laughs> she, <laughs> she already said, dang. All right, let's, mm -hmm. let's get she into it. Like, three, three, three. And we don't yeah, put, like, we answer the last two questions yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, and B, I guess we can go through it. You can write it down. We can answer it and have a discussion. Andrew says, "Score this. How you score twenty one and still two more questions? What is happening right now?" <laughs> All right, let's, let's, get, let's get into it. All right, hey. All right. So over the last two weeks, this is all about the last two weeks. Not over the last year, or whatever. Especially COVID. You know, it's it's been challenging. <laughs> but B, over the last two two weeks, sorry, last two weeks, how often have you been bothered? With feeling nervous, anxious, or on the edge? I'd probably say that number one. One? Okay. Um, the last two weeks? I'll probably say a one. I, I could say a one as well. <laughs> and to say you were reinforcing my anxiety. <laughs> she said she suck at relaxing. Uh, number two, uh, over the last two weeks, uh, have you been able or have you uh, not been able to stop or control your worrying? I say zero. I'm gonna say zero as well. Uh, over the last two weeks, do you feel like you worry too much about different things? I'm gonna say zero. Uh, I'm gonna say one. I'm gonna say one. Um, I don't know about too much, but definitely it's a bunch of stuff going on. Uh, what about trouble relaxing over the last two weeks? I'm gonna say one because I was working a lot, but at the same time, it could be zero because as soon as work was over with, I came home and took a nap. You, I, I know your house, your living uh, arrangement right now is encouraging <laughs> to that. Um, I'm Jeez. gonna say. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a two. My work schedule has been ridiculous, man. Like no time to do anything. Uh, last two weeks, have you uh, been so restless that it's hard to sit still? I'm gonna say zero. I would say. I don't know. I'm gonna say uh I'm gonna say zero. I'm gonna say zero. 
All right, hey, you guys got to play along with us. Don't be jumping ahead. They like we need six and seven. <laughs> All right, here's six and seven. Uh, over the last two weeks, have you become easily annoyed or irritable? Maybe a one. One on that one? I can say a one. Um, I'll say one. I'll say one. Uh, number seven, <clears throat> feeling afraid as if uh, something awful might happen. Zero. I'm going to say zero as well. I'm going to say zero. So, so those numbers, I'm about very mild. Now you don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what you scored? Yeah, I think it was a two or three. Sure. So I, I scored a five. Y'all don't know if it's severe or not. Y'all didn't see the rest of the test. What'd y'all score? Andrew said a 21. How's that possible? What you got going on? Regina, what about you? What'd you score? Add them up. And this is just what your score is. My Hey, hey, read that last line for anybody who, Man, who scored 10 or Your score 10 or is higher. 10 or higher. Or, or, so it's not and, this is or, if you feel like anxiety is affecting your daily life, call your doctor and, um, you know, talk to somebody. Um, get some, some medicine, some tips on how to relax a little bit or something, but Angel says she scored a 21, and Regina says she scored a 20. Call your doctor immediately. Jeez, you guys. What is happening over there? Y'all need to talk. Uh, reach out to somebody, please. A 20 and a 21? I, that's, that's crazy high. Um, That's crazy high. Hey, uh, but, you, but, but the reason why... Mine's is, you know, so low recently because I discovered uh, CBD. And I was watching the, uh, <laughs> look, I was watching the Joe Rogan uh, podcast, and he was like, you know, like when I, you know, take CBD, I have zero anxiety. He said it's it's gone, like it's non-existent. And so that, go ahead. I must definitely agree with him. So that's what um, Virginia said. I'm in therapy now. That's great. Ther we talked about it so much. Therapy is never a bad thing. Conversation is never a bad thing. Definitely go do that. Yeah. Um, so we got a dope. We got a dope therapist on one of our shows uh, on the network. Go check it out during sure. the course with every DJ available everywhere. But anyways, what were you saying? Uh, so that's funny that you said that because CBD is, um, like a lot of people think that weed is just the answer for anxiety, but I don't know how that, that doesn't make sense. As a person that ever smoked weed, that, that doesn't even, yeah, that sounds so dumb. Uh, but one of the remedies that's kind of 
kind of universally accepted as CBD, or if you are going to, uh, if you are going to, uh, Regina said, thanks God for the fun. Miss talking to you. Got to go be safe. Regina, you have a good one. Uh, you be safe and take care of yourself. Uh, for sure. We look forward to you joining us next time, all the time. Thanks. Um, you know, we're glad you was able to join us. Um, but it's funny that you said about CBD because that's something that's kind of universally accepted by most uh, everybody, entities and stuff is like CBD treatment. Or if you, if you are going to have marijuana, you want something to be uh, low in THC or uh, just as high in CBD as it is with THC to balance, to, uh, to fight the, uh, the, the effects of the THC. Um, so CBD is something that is definitely, definitely used for anxiety treatment. Um, if you live in the state of Ohio, as long as other, other states, uh, we get a medical marijuana card that allows you access to certain things that some people don't. And if you just want CBD stuff that clearly is legal, you can go almost anywhere and get it. Yeah, federally um, legal as well. Yeah, so, uh, you know, if you're having anxiety issues or sleeping issues, that's something that might be an option for you. Of course, do your, do your own research. We're not doctors. Uh, do your own research. Do your, um, your due diligence, dosage, all that stuff. That's on your own. Find out. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it's something that's been kind of universally accepted, though. Yeah, so Angel, to answer your question, um, you know, there's many ways to consume it. Um, you could uh, eat it, you know, with, with what they call an edible, um, or you can smoke it, um, or you can vape it. Um, they have creams and stuff you can put on. But for the, you know, for the effect of um, that you're looking for, for what you need for anxiety, what I do is I vape it. Um, and uh, that works for me. Now, this is a pretty strong uh, vape because it's like 55% CBD. Um, completely legal. Um, but I know in Ohio, like, you can't buy the CBD edibles, edibles though. That's the right. only thing. Um, but you can make it if you wanted to. Like, you can buy the... Uh, you can buy the uh, plant form, and then you could just make it if you wanted to. So make your it's own not hard. Treats and stuff, right? Um. So yeah, so you guys might remember a while ago we did the um, uh, the advertisement for Patriot Supreme, and they do uh, a lot of uh, they they do CBD things. They do it without with zero percent THC, uh, which is the best way to go. You know, you got jobs that do any type of drug testing and stuff, like, just to be sure, like, even if, uh, you know, CBD got small amounts of THC, it's still detectable, so you can find something that's zero, you know, that's definitely your best bet to go. Um, but, like he said, uh, edibles in Ohio, for whatever reason, doesn't make any sense to me at all when everything else is accepted. Uh, you can't have edible CBD things, so even those gummy bears we had, like, they <laughs> technically illegal, I suppose, so um, I guess if they didn't sell them, they were able to give them to us. You know? Give them to us, right? Exactly. Um, Angel said, "I traded my sorry, I traded my CBD oil from my therapy box for a poetry book. I'm regretting it now. First off, I don't know. It's a solid trade, man. Poetry is a good way to get you to de-stress as well. Yeah, um, 
you know, but, but CBD. If you're having like you feel like you know, it's crippling. Boom, you hit this instant, just relaxation. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy how it works. I can't even explain it. But THC, um, then no, don't. Nah, don't do that. Nah, uh, especially how much how much she get the random tests. She get random tests all the time. All the time. It's not a good idea. Uh, Angel said, reading the Bible always calm my anxiety. Uh, that's a good way. Man, praying, meditating, that's definitely a good way to to, to help with anxiety, um, sh- stress, or anything. That's that's a solid way. That's something I do. Uh, pray in a, in a fresh shower or something. Meditate. You know, yeah, meditation, man. It's definitely... Uh, it's definitely a, a valid treatment as well. Um, and I'm, I'm sure it's countless other ways that people go about treating their anxiety and, and stress and things of that nature. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, finding out what works for you, uh, finding out, you know, creating time that you can uh, de-stress or, or get rid of that anxiety. Um, this is important, man. Anxiety and stress, all that stuff is, that should kill people. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Stress, you gotta find... say stress is the number one killer. I, yeah. Like it was just everything. Heart disease. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you got so you gotta find some way to, to get that out, like to, to be able to man, not let it take you down to the point where it's crippling. Like you said earlier, Angel, where you know you can't function or you can't, you know, think or or it puts you into like a depression zone, you know what I'm saying, where where you like, really can't function. You know, because I've never been, like we talked about it last, I've never like had really a bout with depression, but uh, I've seen people, I've talked to people and heard testimonial of people how they, you know, sometimes you, you don't even eat sometimes. You know what I'm saying? You don't move, like, you know, you just sit there later or whatever. You don't do anything. You know what I'm saying? So you got to do something, find some way to get that up off of you so that you, uh, you know, Man, able to, to bounce back or do something for your own mental health, like something. You know, work can be stressful. We were just talking about, you know, over the last two weeks, how much we've been working and all that stuff. But it um you, you gotta find something, some kind of outlet. Yeah, something to you know detox from life. <clears throat> Vacations help, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like vacations help, uh, stress, and but you know, sometimes that can make you more anxious too if you have a problem yeah, with traveling or you know, flying away from home, yeah. yeah, or worrying about what's going on. Yeah, it could be, it could be, uh, it could be counterintuitive, you know what I'm saying? But it's definitely, uh, uh-huh. you definitely got to take care of yourself. I've been studying like, a destination like me, <laughs> but on the way home, that'd be I'm sick, <laughs> sick. Well, like, having to spend uh, more money, uh, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> like, uh, there you go. I don't know how y'all survived that one. Uh, but just like Kellen said, uh, our last interview we did, man, you can't pour from an empty cup. You know what I'm saying? And it's, you, you can function way better when your cup is full and you pour from the saucer. That's probably my all-time favorite quote. Like, when we do a, a 2021 wrap-up, that's probably going to be my number one uh, thing because that's I never heard that before. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you get your cup is full and you pour from the excess, man. But it all started with taking care of yourself, getting your cup full. 
I hope you, you know, got a book of time stamp moments so we can do like a 2021 wrap up. That's a good that's just that's highlights. Good that's a good idea. I will start to work on that. Um, and just say that time is the most valuable resource. So many people dying. I'm glad we talked about this today and grateful to have spent time with you both this evening. Uh, she said, gotta go take care or gotta take care of ourselves. Uh, parts, parts of his interview stuck with me too. Thanks for that. Um, that Kellen is, it, it was like I said, sometimes all you need is perspective from somebody else or to be told something the same thing, maybe a different way for it to hit for you. Um, and uh, I think he, he definitely did that. So, uh, shout out to him, shout out to that interview. If you miss it, go back and listen. Uh, two shows ago now, uh, so definitely go check that out. Um, and uh, Tom is like the most valuable resource, yeah. like period. And uh, y'all, y'all gonna laugh at where I got this quote from. Uh, Snoop Dogg quote, well, Snoop Dogg on uh, they had a corona, corona commercial, you know, where he'd be on the beach or whatever, and they'd be saying yeah. deep stuff or whatever. I just seen this today after the Browns lost, I mean, lost shit, after the Browns won. Trauma, that's a trauma. Trauma. Yeah, just you. Brown won. But he said, uh, he said, if, if Tom, if Tom is money, look, and I, I don't think Snoop Dogg didn't write this. So whoever the actual writer was for the commercial, whatever is dope. It might have been Snoop Dogg. I don't know. But I don't think he came up with this, but it's good. He said, if Tom is money, isn't the better question? Uh, isn't a what is it? Isn't a better question about how you spend it, which I thought was. Uh-huh. I'm like, that's deep for a beer commercial. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's pretty deep for a beer commercial. Like, how you spend it? If time is money, isn't a better question about how you spend it? Mm-hmm. And that's a great. There you go. That's that. That's a great quote because. Uh, I mean, that's the most like people people who. Think of this: the people who are successful, they don't waste their time at all. Just I know you've seen the, uh, the interview with Warren Buffett when he talks about when he when he looks in his uh, you know his schedule for the month and you know he's doing it. like two or three things like he's not Love doing it. anything because he knows that his time is very valuable. Like when he, you know, he doesn't have time to sit around and talk about no bullshit. You know, when he's talking about like he he trying to make a deal. That's so that's that's all he's trying to do. Love it. I I never forget that quote because he was like, uh, like man, <laughs> like this is just your appointment book. Like yeah, he's like yeah, I keep it with me. He's like oh, that's pretty old fashioned. Like well, I'm old or whatever. He's like you mind if I look at it? He's like no. He's like you flip through the interviewer. Like it's like two things for this month. He's like yeah, like you want to fill it up with nothing. He's like that when I was younger, this it would have been pages on pages. But like I'm not uh like I'm not spending time just to spend time. Like time is valuable. I'm not doing it just to do it. Look, that's that's another great, that's another, <laughs> another great interview, man. Exactly. That we didn't even have. We need that. That's the interview we need. The interview we need. <laughs> All right, man. So we're gonna get out of here. Look, we want to appreciate you guys for joining us. Um, we can't thank you enough. Uh, it's another great show. Another serious topic. We try to put a spin on it. Um, to have a conversation because every once in a while, like it can't be all of you know, 
you can't be all laughs, I suppose, what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? But you gotta you gotta um take time. You gotta have a reminder to take time for yourself, the time for serious stuff that's important, uh, and learn to enjoy yourself. And uh I definitely did appreciate y'all joining us as always here on the always. show. Yes, sure. Um if you guys missed the season finale of Let's Get Takeout, be sure to go check that out uh, on the page, on the Instagram. Uh, it's definitely there for your viewing. Um, uh, politics. Uh, we won't have a live show this Wednesday. We'll have a video show, so definitely tune in. It's going to be like funny president bloopers, funny stuff president said. Uh, who's the better dancer, George Bush or Donald Trump? They're both 80-year-old white guys that suck at dancing, so... Check that out uh, Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday, um, Wednesday at 6.30. Time will still be the same. Um, once again, we want to remind you guys to sh- uh, share this show for us. Uh, put some likes on this show. Invite your family to, to like the show. Put it in your groups. Um, all of that good stuff. We're going to tally up all the likes for the month of October. And as you guys see, Ashley's on Byron's side now. The, the the uh, pink logo, you see it. Um, it's uh, for October and Breast Cancer Awareness uh, Month. So definitely go get checked out, men and women. Uh, uh, but as many shares and like, we're going to take, we're going to tally them all up at the end of the month, make a donation to um, one of the charities, either locally or nationally. But we'll definitely let you guys know which one. Uh, like Byron said earlier, it costs you nothing, just your time to click the button to share for us, to invite other people to share for a good cause. Um, we appreciate you guys' help with that, and I'm sure the charities will as well. Yes, sir. Like, share, subscribe. Um, and, I mean, that's it. Go Browns. Uh, yeah, remember to own your own. <laughs> <laughs> Go Browns for short. Salute to the city as always. You guys be safe out there. And uh, 